Dark, a podcast about the CW's Riverdale that's been in hibernation and has now come out of the dark. I'm Alex. Those of us who've dwelled in darkness have been cursed by a dark heart. What will alleviate that <laughs> darkness? Why, nothing but light, the light of a television screen. And who will uh, dance upon the screen? Archie and his pals. I'm Justin. <laughs> I'm Pete. <laughs> and this is Riverdale After Dark, finally back after a long winter break. Hope huh. you guys had a What an one. episode back. A good one. Yeah, but we I, are back with Chapter 44, No Exit. What's up, Justin? I have lived and died a thousand times wondering what's going on with my friends. <laughs> my only friends. My true friends. My te- You're talking about Archie and Jughead and... Or of course not, about, not yes. you guys. Oh, I'm talking okay. about right. the fictional characters sure. that yeah. I kissed on midnight <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Uh, wait, how did you guys spend your New Year's Eve? Uh, who who did you end up kissing? What what? No, let's. Get, there's too much to talk about. Stop. Uh, I had uh, I had a little cutout of Vegas that I built, and Vegas gave me a little <laughs> okay. slurp. Great right choice. Kiss the dog, Archie's dog on midnight. Right, so I, mean, like, I what's kissed. Nice is, I kissed no, the concept. No, no, you you've forgotten how to do this. We're not jumping right into the episode, Pete. We got to do a recap. Do a recap. We got to do a recap. Shitty recap. Hey, I, whoa, whoa, whoa! There's nothing shitty about it's it. It's my shitty recap. All right, and I, I own it. I kissed a ghoulie's no, mouth. No. I kissed a ghoulie who had just eaten a human. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> listens to this podcast. Like Man, I wish they would recap everything that happened. No, you have to. I got to tell you, we actually got 300 emails over the break saying, boy, my favorite part is the recap. I turn off your podcast after that. Yeah, more recap, please. Get to the recap, I hate asshole. to tell you, Pete, but we're literally about to recap an episode that we just watched. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what this podcast is. <laughs> so I think you need to reevaluate. Oh. Oh, snap. And Your be- New Year's resolution is I'm going to start talking the about the episode up. if you don't fucking start. Pete, who did you kiss on New Year's at midnight? So it starts... No, no. <laughs> here's the thing. We're not going to move on until you tell us who you kissed at midnight on New Year's. So it's... Uh, no, 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 <laughs> Pete. You're no, don't hey, you dare. Did you also kiss a ghoulie? What's nice I is it starts with the something no, that no, is no, familiar. No. Okay. <laughs> here's what happened previously on Riverdale. Pete kissed a cesspool. And also what previously <laughs> happened on Riverdale when we last left off, the entire town was quarantined. I really hate that you bullied me. It makes me feel bad, Pete. It <laughs> wow. makes me feel very bad. You feel quarantined. this new year. Yeah, I feel quarantined to my heart. Uh, sort of like Riverdale, uh, which was locked off after Hiram Lodge created a fake plague for everybody. We're going to get you out of, out of you by the end of the podcast, Pete. It's just going to happen. Uh, Jughead and Upbee were outside of Riverdale. Archie was far outside of Riverdale with brown hair trekking through the wilds of Canada. Mm. Meanwhile, everybody else was on the inside. Betty had freed a bunch of girls and, as we find out later, uh, boys as well from the <laughs> Sisters of the Quiet Mercy. 
and take them back to her house. Establishing herself as the Griffin Queen. Yes, establishing as, as the Griffin Queen. Uh, the opposite of the Gargoyle King, who is the mysterious mastermind that is behind the role-playing game Griffins and Gargoyles that has plagued everybody all season long. And uh, last but not least, we got Veronica. Veronica has been managing two businesses, not very well, to be perfectly honest. She tried to stop what was happening going on in Riverdale. It didn't really work. Uh, but one of those businesses is Le Bon Nui, a uh, all-ages, non-alcoholic teen dance club. That translates to good night. Yes, I, That true. took me all of break to Google. Ooh, good job. Thank you, guys. Uh, I'm the researcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Veronica runs it with Reggie, so we'll talk about what happens with Aww. that later. It's true, though. The, yeah. I'm just stating facts. Man Monica. Are you upset because you kissed Reggie at midnight? No, <laughs> I'm not upset because that wasn't a thing that happened until this episode, you asshole. Oh. Keep going. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. So anyways. Wait, by the way, uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast, when there's a spoiler, the way that we say it is spoiler alert. <laughs> no, that's not it's true. It's very gentle. <laughs> so gentle anyways, we get these starts where it is the familiar hold on, hold voiceover. On. Can we talk about, first of all, though, this is a really interesting thing that they did. They started at the start of the episode this time. Yeah. Usually they start at the end of the episode. Yeah, they, uh, they began at the beginning. Well, I mean, I, I also think they sort of... It felt like jumping into a cold pool. Yes, it did. Well, this is actually, I, to be totally serious, the thing that was so surprising to me about this episode, we made so many different speculations about what was going to happen going into this part yeah. of the season. We were talking about a time dash. We were talking about like we were wrong the whole rest of the season being in quarantine. like, uh, And that was just all wrong. Yeah. Yep. Well, there was a time dash, but in the intervening time, a lot of things happened, including the quarantine fell. That's not really a thing anymore. Nope. Yeah. Uh, but Riverdale has basically become Gotham City, almost literally at certain points yeah. where there's lawlessness on the streets no in cop. the school. Mr. Weatherby is Cat holding burglars. things with an iron fist. Uh, and Hiram Lodge is also ruling everything with an iron fist. He's consolidated his crime empire. They're still trying to make us think that Hiram Lodge is the gargoyle king. He's not. We'll get I don't to that think later. so, yeah. Uh, do you want to walk us through it? Because sure. you're not as mean as Pete. Pete's uh, been very mean this episode. And I, Pete loves it when I do it. Uh, we start with Archie in Canada, who's gotten into the radio, which is very cool. CB. Very fun. He's using a CB. Yeah, he's doing some fire watch, it seems like. He's basically a Mountie, and uh, and that's uh, what a perfect career for him. him it and is really a perfect career. I think, honestly, like, it's they not would play... a perfect career, and it's clear why it's not. He why likes not? being alone. He's shipping with Vegas, the dog, Varchi, I was... the real Varchi. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Varchi we've all been talking about. Isn't that it? Virchi. Virchi, yeah. Virchi, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait, why is that not the perfect job for him, Pete? Because he can't put things together fast enough to get out of the way of something. Oh, hold that on, is hold on. Yeah, we'll get there in a second. And slow and lumbering. That's uh, not true. You about mean Veronica? Oh, slam. You, you, want, do, you do, don't, do, don't you say do, that do, about Veronica. Veronica. Yeah, yeah. Veronica. Uh, no, I like Veronica. She's I like when nice. Alex does his own hype music. Uh, so uh, Archie should at least have brought his guitar because what a great time to work on some tunes. Oh, oh my man, God. Yeah. Yes. But he didn't have room what, with all the running and getting stabbed. Or yes. Beat. And all the hair but dye he, he has to bring to, to make keep eggs. his roots. He's, he's making eggs here. He's at making the start. eggs. He's breaking eggs. He's making eggs. Um, Can we, we talk w- about that for one second really sure. briefly? That is the only thing anybody on any TV show or in any movie ever knows how to make. They're always like, hey, what do you want? I can make eggs. That's literally the only recipe. Is that a production thing? Is that like 
all we could afford is fake eggs for you to make? No, but like, what are you going to make? Making pancakes is it's a it's a problem with breakfast in general. Like, either you're having cereal toast something quick, right. or you're making pancakes big production. Eggs is the perfect middle ground. What about what like are you talking a- about? Pancakes is easier than eggs. No, not on no, a daily basis. What? When was the last time you made pancakes? I don't know. Yeah, you don't know, so it's not an easy thing. Yeah, but it's, it seems like it would be easier than eggs. It seems. What are, what are you talking about? You have no <laughs> leg to stand on. You don't even know what you're talking about. Pancakes are difficult. Plus, yeah. you got to flip them. Here's, here's the other thing. <laughs> I don't know why. Eggs, I don't know. Scramble them. You flip them. You think it's flipping and scrambling are the same thing? I, I invite know. you to flip an egg because I'll tell you what. That's hard, too. Eggs are literally one of the ingredients of pancakes. So, like, yeah. pancakes are eggs plus. Okay. Yeah. So they're more difficult. And that's what I call it in my household. All I'm saying is I want to see just once somebody make a breakfast paella or something like that. Something interesting. that's good. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Just a normal average day in a character's life. You're like, hey, you want some breakfast paella? I just whipped it up. You like it spicy or extra spicy? I thought it was interesting. I'm just cooking it in my gigantic round pan (laughs) all day. I thought it was interesting because uh, Jughead compares Archie to Luke Skywalker, which I agree with uh, in the fact that both characters are annoying in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> definitely what Jughead's point was. Uh, it was a weird comparison. It was. It weird. was weird it, because he doesn't out of nowhere. He yeah. doesn't have a Yoda, right? Like so. Well, here's why I think it is, and it'll come in later. I think we have a uh, Archie has a dark vision, uh, which sure. I think okay. was. Uh, I think it's it meant that comment is meant to set up the Empire Strikes Back uh, journey into the Force Cave, right? That and Luke gets, goes through. I mean, in a sense, he gets his arm chopped off, except in this case, it's his torso. Yeah, which is uh, classic Arch. Man, Archie's hard, oh, wait, hard on the think, body. Uh, again, going with the Empire Strikes Back, is that a uh, wampa? Like the bear is a wampa basically slicing him open. Yeah. Same thing that happens to Luke. Yeah, I think the comparisons are very real. Oh, and I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if... Um, we finally get to meet Archie's father. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So then after so, the eggs no. and Luke Skywalker, no. we get cat burglars. Uh, uh, fantastic. Yeah, huge. Love seeing them together. Huge Shoney oh, Show pass. Yeah. Scene. Fantastic. It was great. Holding hands. Robin the I Rich. I got to tell you, I felt uh, a little conflicted this episode because they go so bad. But it yeah. was so nice seeing them together. Yep. It was so nice. The the cat burglar costumes are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it's fun that they're actually interacting. I actually got a plot line this episode. And yeah. that's mm-hmm. all good stuff. Um, yeah, and we uh, focused on them for most of the first chunk of the episode. We got some L bombs dropping. I love you. I love I you. I love you. Yes, and Cheryl I, lit up like a Christmas tree when she said, "I love you." Now yeah. I gotta say, and this is not a knock at all. It feels to me like these last two episodes with Choni have been a correction based on not even necessarily based on what fans are saying, but these are things fans have asked for, for a really long time. Yeah. Some of them were in those deleted scenes. You can go back and listen to our deleted scenes podcast. And it feels like a way of saying, okay, we not, we're not skipping past these milestones for these characters. We are going to have them happen. We're going to show you Tony moving in with Cheryl, but in a very significant way, we're going to show you them saying, I love you, but in a significant way. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's not just a tossed off scene, but they're actually spending time with it. And then uh, someone tried to take away their love and be like, yo, you can't hold hands. And Cheryl was like, fuck you. Yeah. Moose and the RROTC. Right. And school. Uh, Kevin was there too. Yeah, no, weird totally. That Kevin was doing that. Yeah, it was weird. Um, and I think you could tell he did it 
I mean, Kevin's been sort of brainwashed by the ROTC, which he joined to spend more time with Moose. Right. But now he's sort of fully invested. It felt like... Uh, I watched a movie when I was a, in school when I was a kid called The Wave. It was meant to be like the Hitler Youth Brigade, like an analog to Where that. Where did you go to school? I yeah, went to fuck? school in 1940s Germany. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, no, it was oh, like that a, makes sense. It was a movie meant to be like, hey, don't just mindlessly do stuff. Think about your actions. Otherwise, you end up like Hitler? Yeah, I mean, that's sort of the point. Oh, interesting. And I feel like Kevin is sort of, he's mindlessly going along with this. Sure. And I think that makes sense. And yeah. he really, really wants to be with Moose. Uh, but also, I think more is just to give us the sense that the school is this place where all the anarchy that has happened almost constantly is just not allowed anymore. It's like a militarized area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we keep going. We get to sort of sweep across other parts of town. We go to Le Bon Nuit where major Josie. speakeasy vibes. Josie's singing. She's all decked out. Looks amazing. So great to hear her sing again. She's yeah. great. We heard her a couple of times. We heard Veronica a couple of times. I'll mention going with the thematic stuff beyond Empire Strikes Back, which the more I think about it, the more right you are, Justin. Mm-hmm. On the Veronica side of things, that was straight up cabaret. Like the songs were from these musical yeah. cabaret uh, that they were playing with, both the first song Josie did, then the second song she was practicing, and the song that uh, Veronica eventually ends up singing. And for those of you who aren't familiar with cabaret, it takes place in a cabaret in 1940s Germany. Germany, where you went to school. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I it's it. all about how they slowly lose their power and lose their rights as the Nazis slowly gain power. So in a very similar way as Hiram is this very charming leader of a fascist group, which is the Gargoyle Gang, um, that is cracking down on the Bon Nui. Same sort of thing happens at Cabaret. So I thought that was neat. I liked yeah. those parallels throughout the episode. It was cool. I thought it was interesting. Reggie mentioned the kegs, but they don't have... Does that mean they have beer there, or was it a keg of soda? soda. Yeah. It's a root beer keg. Yeah, they, they have kegs of soda. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be some Barks. Yeah, mm, Barks has bite. Uh, yeah. We move on in our sweep uh, to Bughead in full effect. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, uh, beyond anything else, that was the first big surprise to be in the episode, because it felt like, given the weight given to Jughead and FP outside of town that they were going to build that up more. There was going to be this whole sneaking through tunnels thing. Nope. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, she's just, just like, Jughead, go back to sleep. Yeah, it was... Yeah. I, it, I, I don't know. Will we ever see... It felt like a time dash without any of the... It, we're not meant to be like, oh my God, they're back together. It just sort of was like, that's nope, this is what I it knew, is. Go through that's it. That's how I knew this episode was going to be insane. The fact that they didn't dr- address this, to me, I was like, oh my God, there's not enough time to deal with this because what's coming ahead is going to be so insane. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, they skip past any sort of conversation of yep. Jughead being like, hey, real quick, uh, we went to Toledo and a couple of people died and there yeah. was this crazy farm girl who tried to have sex with Archie, but then we tried to kill her and she yep. tried to kill us. Uh, and then Betty was like, oh, yeah, cool, real quick. I was thrown into an evil nunnery <laughs> yeah. and then I freed everybody by dressing in a costume and then we captured all the nuns. And I'm the queen. <laughs> and I'm the queen and now they all live here. Yeah, but I'm glad. We don't need that recap. I We've agree. seen it. So this show treats its audience like, uh, like they're smart. And yeah. That's and we are and it's I love that they don't slow down. There's so much crazy stuff later in this episode that they're just like nope 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 here we it's go great. here we go Here's stay on work. any show that would spend that much time on recap sucks. I yeah. think we can all agree. On that. <laughs> oh my god, I <laughs> hate you. Why? We what are you spend about? too much time on recap. I don't what are you talking about? I'm sorry, we don't have time. We got to move on. Who did yeah. you kiss on midnight? Uh, so Fizzle Rocks. Uh, 
Betty found some fizzle rocks, loses her shit a little bit, which well, I'm so happy about. So how about this? Do you guys want to follow the different storylines? Yeah. Because they're very separate, this episode. For Let's sure. talk about Betty's storyline, because that's clearly a very big one. Yep. Uh, she's dealing with a bunch of the kids from Sisters of Quiet Mercy who are staying in her house. As you mentioned, they really want to play Griffins and Gargoyles because it makes them feel safe. Which doesn't make sense to me at all. Well, no, they're you comfortable. Watch you watch Marvel Netflix shows five times in a row. So? That makes you feel safe. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, fine. But that, <laughs> well, nobody really died a, doing that, and I wasn't a part of a giant cult that, like, you know, like... Three, at, I'm sorry. Three of those shows got canceled. So you don't tell me nobody died. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts, man. That hurts the fact that you fucking said that. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Um, yeah. They're just Punisher's comforted by the game. canceled. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is about to get violent. Um, <laughs> and I, Betty's sort of like she's put herself, she she gave herself the position of Griffin she Queen. She immediately turns into a mom, though. She's like, whose fizzle rocks are these? Well, but I think that's what she is doing. Yeah. And uh, I think it's nice. She's trying to take care of these kids that, like, haven't been able to break the spell of the Gargoyle King. Um, and she's but, also trying to punish Hiram for forcing these kids into this position. And I think she she's being motherly. Yeah. And that's what they, they need. Also, it's like, Tyler did it. Anytime, that's Anytime someone's like who openly admits, that's always a lie. That's always like the very. I was really surprised that she kind of like fell for that a little bit. I'm kind of shocked that, uh, given that you didn't point out that Tyler was the one who was to blame for stuff. Yeah, that's me. I'm Tyler. Yeah, he's Tyler. Well, you're an actual Tyler. This is a fictional. No, that's Tyler. that character's based on me. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I hated that guy. Yeah, <laughs> did you notice that there were uh, there was a character named Tyler who you couldn't trust? Uh, there was a bear named Pete LePage. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't trust that guy either. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, and there was a doctor named Zalvin. Very confusing, but that was yeah, nice for definitely me. Definitely good, Doctor Zalvin. Yes, <laughs> strongest characteristic. So. Um, Betty's working a lot in this episode to try to get the nuns to flip on Hiram. Right. Nuns take a vow of silence, uh, which is normally a monk thing, but mm-hmm. they're giving it a whirl. Fine. Uh, and she is, uh, she then has, uh, Josie's mom is her lawyer, I guess, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, they've been working together for a little bit. I yeah. feel like the Sierra McCoy has been working with everybody, and she, I, I like the fact that she is the good lawyer. She was definitely not the not the good mayor. She was not very helpful to anybody. So I appreciate that she has turned into this force of good, first helping Veronica previously and now Betty. Uh, and we get this reference to Vatican too, which is uh, some deep Catholic shit. I was very surprised to hear that. What is that? Because I mean, I I'm not Catholic to you. I, I'm Jewish. I'm so not Catholic no either, but I do know uh, it's when they sort of reform the church in like, I don't know, the eighties or seventies. I don't know exactly. No. And they were like, okay, we're going to be, um, we're going to sort of loosen up some of these rules and not be as strict and they're saying that these nuns got bounced because they were like fucked up yeah. uh and they're fake nuns the valid silence that, won't that stand is, up in court there's a lot of crazy shit that gets dropped in this episode yeah that's one of the craziest things to yeah me, that the that's sister, the craziest thing one of yes. the craziest okay. things that the sisters of quiet mercy have been operating as fake nuns for decades at this point yeah that's nuts. Isn't that the sort of thing that somebody would pick up on, you think? I don't know. When do you see a nun, you're like, show me your badge. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Well, what's I, the Pope's name, nun? I guess that's how I was thinking of it, yeah, to be well, honest. Like some bishop cop comes into town and like, just do an inspection. Uh, yeah. Inspection check. Hey, <laughs> Let me see nuns. your Bible. 
<laughs> Name something Catholic, you wives of God, you. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, also, that somebody would have figured that out sooner, but I guess not. Um, meanwhile, all the stuff is going down with the kids back at home. They're getting more nervous because they find out that the Gargoyle King invaded the Cooper house. Totally fair thing for them to be scared about, I think. I'm legit scared of that. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to happen. You're yep. going to be fine. No, I don't think no, so. I'm Tyler, remember? No, okay. oh, I love yeah. fizzle rocks. And uh, then, of course, uh, little Evelyn Evernever comes by and hands out T-shirts trying to encourage them to go to the farm. Yeah, um, with Polly. I know we're not supposed to trust the farm, but again... I, it feels like a safer possibility. At this Why point. would you say that? Because you they see have the been, weird look that Betty's mom gets in her eye every time. She's like the farm. She was been weird for three seasons, but they have merch. <laughs> also, guys, they have merch, dude. Dude, dude that doesn't make them legit. Well, also, name one thing that has merch. It's not legit. Fans, <laughs> us. <laughs> okay, all right. So, all your shirt needs. Don't forget about the floating babies over the bonfire. That was the farm, bro. No, That's I don't cool, remember bro. that. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I can't wait can... to get my official floating baby T-shirt. <laughs> Dude, uh, you can't trust the farm. Uh, well, okay, I guess we'll can't. see. So Betty goes out of her way to like rally the cool members of the of Riverdale and yeah, say like, so "Why don't you I, take some kids? You take some kids." You and take Fred's some kids. like, I, "I haven't talked to another person in like since Archie <laughs> no, left." My Fred son- was fantastic. He was like, "I guess I got room because Archie's gone." And yeah, he was like, know, "We get it, Fred. You talk about it I, every I minute." I appreciate that Fred was like, "I really haven't been busy other than that one time Archie dreamt of me and that other time Archie dreamt of oh, me." Oh, stop it. Well, so, uh, we should say Fred Andrews is a dream warrior. He can walk into people's dreams. Yeah, that's where they, why they did the song. Yeah, He sung Dream Warrior back in the flashback episode. He is a dream warrior. The connections are there. Pay attention, people. Don't, Open your third eye. Don't talk shit about Luke Perry. That's uh, why he wears all the flannel. It channels his chi. It's the flannel channel. He's the iron fist of uh, makes Riverdale. Sense. Checks out. Great. That's a reference everyone's really <laughs> bat their finger on. Uh, so... As soon as Betty's got all these spots lined up for the kids, she comes home. Alice Cooper's like, hey, sorry, the kids are gone. Um, we sent them to the farm. Everything's Edgar fine. Was here. You just missed You just him. missed him. He was so five that, minutes. I was like, that's fucked up. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that to me is like the most suspicious thing uh, yeah. that has happened so far about the farm. I've been onboarded to the farm until, to your point, Pete. Oh, out. floating babies over bonfire checks out. That was not real. That People coming back from the farm and being glazed over and being like, the farm is a but great But the way that place. Alice was like, you the just farm. missed him by five yeah. minutes. I'm like, he's not real. That made me think that Alice is Edgar. Uh, is Edgar. That makes a lot of sense. Except for the fact that, that he has a daughter. That there is a daughter. <laughs> right. Uh, well, Alice has a lot of kids all over That's the place. That's true. You so never know. Possible. But I'm telling Evelyn, you, chick, chick, Evelyn. chick, 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 chick. <laughs> you think chick is Edgar? Why not? Oh, my God. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Isn't that a question we can finally ask about this show? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it, has, it has been pretty straightforward up exactly. until now. The fact that Pete's had the most correct predictions on the show just proves <laughs> why, not? why not? Why not? Why not? Now, that's a T-shirt that Pete should wear at all times. Yeah. Why not? I, I feel like they need an episode of Drug History where somebody recaps Riverdale, and then it'll make sense. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. Wow. Oh, yeah. future. It'll just twist. It'll turn. Future reference. Yeah. Uh, so... Then uh, Betty's like, oh, let me check on the nuns. And the nuns, not in jail, the nuns are on the run. <laughs> oh, are you waiting all oh, you, yeah, you just I wrote in all caps in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then they nuns didn't run. On the run. Turns right. out they didn't run very far. Uh, 
Betty's like, I have a hunch of where they are. She goes to Wait, the... I, she's like, I have a hunch where they are. I'm going to go alone. Yeah. yeah, by myself. Let me go to this place that has like haunted my life, uh, the Sisters and of the Quiet Mercy and others, by myself at night. She opens up the gargoyle room. There's a bunch of dead nuns. Yeah. Well, so also, that- did you notice that the head that she mm-hmm. chopped off is now a cow skull or a bull skull or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Wait, what head she chopped off? That um, gargoyle king's head of the statue she chopped off when she became the oh, queen. Oh, right, 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 right. And there's that's a, why yes. there's oh, a I see what cow skull. The skull instead. was chopped off, but the yes, yeah, I yeah. see what you're saying. And there's a bunch of skulls in there. It was definitely more of a fucked up situation. Nuns, blue lips, they're they gone. They gone. They're dead. And I do want to mention that uh there was a picture posted of Gina Gershon with the Riverdale's writers room, and there was a list all the way tidy in the background that I zoomed in on. This was months ago that said uh, that the sisters were on the deceased list. Uh, And so I don't know. Go go check out those predictions are real. Uh, Spoilers. Spoilers. Major spoilers, guys. Uh, Shall we go back and do some... uh, Yeah, so that's the end of Betty's storyline. A bunch of big revelations there. She's definitely left in a rut, I think, by the end of this. Like, everybody has gone at the farm. She's lost her lead in terms of the Sisters of the Quiet Mercy. She has nun-nuns. Yeah, her nuns. (laughs) The nuns are none. On the run. Oh, my God. (laughs) No fun, nuns on the run. They're done. Can we move on? Move on? Uh, Yes, we can. Uh, Let's go do... uh, You want to do some Jughead? Jughead right. Cheryl. Wait, uh, sorry, real quick. I don't want nuns unless you got buds on. <laughs> oh my god! I just wanted to uh, put that out there. So, uh, I mean, Jughead storyline sort of uh, crisscrosses with Betty's because they bump in. Uh, secondarily, crisscross. Um, they crisscross. Uh, they uh, they're sort of fan- at the top of the episode. They're fantasizing about taking using the nuns to take down Hiram, mm-hmm. and then Jughead goes off on his own, uh, dealing with some serpent biz. Uh, yeah, he starts realizing, hey, I have a gang at yeah, my disposal. I can very do stuff. Serpent episode. I yeah. think. Like, there was a lot of big stuff that happened to this episode, but um, for fans who have been wanting things to happen with Fangs and Sweet Pea, granted, Fangs and Sweet Pea never actually exchange a sentence between them all episode, right. but lots of them, lots of serpent business going on, lots yeah. of big moves that Jughead is making, lots of difficult decisions that he uh, is, are thrust in front of him. I mean, Sweet Pea runs after Fangs, so it was a, a nice moment. Yeah. Well, now, well, let's get there. Uh, can, can I throw something out at you sure. just in terms that struck me with the serpent situation? So the serpents are dealing with the fact that they don't have any money, they don't have any food because of everything that's going on in Riverdale. It made me realize I wish we saw the literal town a little bit more. Like, I understand they have a limited shooting schedule and they have a limited amount of time to do stuff. And they have the sets that they already have set up. But we're told a lot the stuff that's going on in Riverdale and how bad it is. And we see inside the school. We see the Serpent Camp. We see Le Bon Nui. But in a weird way, I'd like to see the streets of Riverdale. Like, I'd like to see some characters we don't know even for a montage sequence to see how it affects them. I mean, there was a map, uh, the use of a map at the top of the season. Like, I would love to see that map and yeah. like, maybe even something they release online so we can just, like, see what's People happening. People love maps. I love a map. I do. It's, like, um, visual. Yes. So that's all. That's a personal thing I just wanted to throw out there. Yeah, no, I Great. think that's totally cool. So, uh, yeah, th- uh, as you're saying, the serpents are out of cache. Um, we got Cheryl challenging yeah, uh, yeah. So Jughead's uh, Jughead was like, "Yo, Cheryl, you can't steal stuff and then make it super clear it was you." So yeah. then they get mad and take it out on me, which is a valid point. Uh, yeah. So uh, 
Sh- Shoni Chopaz breaks into uh, Hiram's office, steals, um, I forget the name of... It's a Glamourge egg. A yeah, Glamourge fa- egg. Yeah. Not a Fabergé egg. It's a Glamourge egg from Spiffany's, yeah. which was brought up in season two, uh, I believe around the Christmas episode, when Hermione was like, ooh, is that a Glamourge egg from Spiffany's? It's about the size of the box. So there you go. That's where that came from. Nice. Look at that Easter egg. Uh, yeah. Wow. Oh. Very... <laughs> Who'd you kiss on New Year's? <laughs> uh, that was great. You turned a shared moment into a disaster. Uh, at the same time, Fangs has been selling fizzle rocks. That's where uh, Tyler, the worst person, yep. got his fizzle rocks <laughs> from. Uh, was Fangs? So Fangs is getting censured, uh, except for the fact that Jughead and F tried to like, be nice, and yeah, the guy like, just blabs away. Yeah. Why is everybody mad at of Jughead? He's going to he tell gave him. Sweet Bee and Fangs are best friends. They tell each other everything. Well, yeah. you can't get mad at Jughead then from saying, hey, don't tell anybody. And then I, when you do, okay, guess what? Now you're gone. I got to tell you, in the, I know this is jumping ahead, but in the middle of a pretty tense scene where all the serpents are facing down, the fact that they're like, Fangs told Sweet Bee, you told me, you told yeah. You, yeah. you, and of course you told me. Yeah. Super cute moment. It was cute. Yeah. It showed like that they're like badass gangs, but they're also just like kids yeah. who do play telephone like, <laughs> right. Uh, that I, I did think it was cute, even though it was crazy that they were like, you're out of the gang, you're out of the gang, and also you're cute, but also you're out of the gang. <laughs> and then Cheryl's like, fine, but I'm keeping my jacket. Yeah, so um, this builds to us ahead. Fangs has been selling drugs, which breaks the serpent code by not telling them. They don't, Jughead doesn't kick him out. FP in the background is like, not happy about the choice, but he lets Fangs stay in the gang. Um, and then it comes, immediate comeuppance, because Jughead gets them some work uh, protecting Veronica from Hiram, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. And the only caveat to that is he's like, hey, um, I need you to get me this uh, Glamour J egg back. And Cheryl's like, fuck you. I stole that in a cute mask and we're not giving it back. And uh, he's like, all right, you're out of the gang. And they're like, well, if you're going to kick me out of the gang, you're going to kick Fangs out of the gang. Yeah. Sweet Pea's like, oh, no. It's a pretty intense, complex uh, yeah, <laughs> situation. Absolutely. I... Uh, also, it's weird. It's that much discussion. If somebody's leading the gang, you can't be like, well, if you're going to kick me to, out. To Justin's th- point, they're all teens. Like, yeah. They're all yeah. teens in high school together and all friends. So like Jughead, who is this dweeb, of course uh, Cheryl is going to stand up to him. Of course Cheryl, when it comes down to it, is be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why should I listen to you? You yeah. have as much right to leave this as I do. Mm-hmm. And granted, Cheryl is an outsider, so she doesn't quite understand. Seeing Tony in that moment, that hurt a lot. Her being yeah. like, I, yeah. I am a serpent by blood. Yeah. I I hope they actually follow this up quite a bit. I, I don't want to see any friction in the Shoney relationship, but I do want to see what happens to Tony now that she is out of her element. Yeah. I do think it, it will result in some friction because Tony's like, I love you, but... You got me kicked. We were playing around with this stealing, this Robin Hood stuff. But you got me kicked out of my faint. My it's her family. The serpents you are had her to family. Kiss a picture of Hiram. Yeah, she was just being playful, and it got there were some real consequences. Jughead's, I thought she was going to steal that painting, which I was all for. But then yeah. you just kissed it, which was dumb. Calling card, classic cat burglar move. Uh, so we have uh, they're turning their jackets. Jughead's clearly sort of pissed at all the bureaucracy he has to deal with. Yeah. Fortunately, he gets to uh, do something fun. Um, red She's driving some uh, some speakeasy stuff across like uh, Barks root beer. Yeah, some Barks root beer that's that they the get old, from Canada. Most old timey truck I've ever seen yeah, in my that's life. That's like jalopy as fuck. Yeah. And uh, early on in the episode, he was attacked by some uh, the Gargoyle gang members. The second time they go through, uh, Jughead, FP, and the gang pop out of the back. 
busts the gargoyle gang, and he's like, "You tell him, you tell him we're here." And uh, yeah, they're night. real proud about capturing one gargoyle and not taking off his mask. Yeah, why the fuck would <laughs> you take off his sure mask? It was going to be somebody. Fangs. Yeah. yeah. You thought it was going to be Fangs? I also thought it was going to be yeah. Fangs. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, not a plot to Why would instead. you not take off the mask to see who's in the Gargoyle gang? It seems important. Well, here's the thing with Fangs, though. Uh, we get a little scene right at the end of the episode where they uh, are, now that Fangs is out of the Serpents, they say, you're going undercover, you're going to become a member of the Gargoyle gang, yeah. and we're going to see what's up. Yeah. Do you think, though, given everything that we know goes on with the Gargoyle King, that Fangs is going to get lost in it? Yes, and I think Fangs is going to get killed. Oh, no. no. Poor Sweet Pea. Don't you think? No, I don't think. You can't go undercover in the Gargoyle Gang and not get not get in trouble. Fangs can. Yeah. I don't think so, man. Fangs Fogarty can do anything. Oh, are you doing the little snake, snake yeah. bite thing? Yeah. A little snake bite? Uh, snake bite. Snake bite. Snake bite. Uh, while we're sort of in. <laughs> that's, that's an old rap right Yeah, it's there. cool. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, let's jump into Veronica. Yeah. Since she's sort of right here next oh, no, door. This is going to get me angry. And I this love is, it. This is my kind of... St- I my... love this. Um, Veronica is fighting with Hiram. Okay, uh, first off, how are you going to... Are you, have, you realize I have an evil father who's making my life hell. I'm going to move out of, his ho- out of the house. But then I'm going to keep turning to him for help. And God- Like, what are you doing? He, he's the one who's making your life control. a living hell. He's in control of he's, everything in Riverdale. She has to deal with it. She, and also, it's a rivalry. Like, they're, she's trying to be like, I'm as powerful and smart as you. I will defeat you in this, like, shady she's business like, why don't you come down to my business and then look around and see what other things you can ruin? Well, like, taking Josie away from me. So, so she has to deal with him. She cooks her books, lies to him about the money that he's supposed to take from her. Uh, he gets pissed. He eyeballs Josie. And then he, all of a sudden, he's got Gargoyle Gang showing Hold up on, at Josie's place. You skip by something super important. we got to talk about Hiram's coat. Hiram's coat? Hiram's coat. Yeah. His big, fuzzy, furry coat. Wow. That's uh, cool. Why do we got to talk about It's just straight that? up it cool. It was a pretty big coat. No? Uh, that didn't strike you? I mean, it's cold. Yeah. All right. I didn't think I it was. Wow. Real pop. It was real just a big, furry coat. No, I... It was weird. He usually wears these slick suits, but yeah. this time it was like, big coat. No? It's wintertime. All right. Maybe it was a little cold. Okay. Uh, it didn't strike me as odd. I think it's a clue. What? Well, <laughs> yeah, he's got gargoyle sticks under there. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he was the bear. It <laughs> seems like he's, <laughs> he was the bear who killed they're Archie. They're setting him up to be the gargoyle king. He's not the gargoyle king. And do you know how he, you know he's not the gargoyle king? No, why? The entire episode so? long, the entire episode long, whenever he's like, are you the Gargoyle King? There's a pause, and he doesn't say anything, and then he goes and talks about something different. Or I mean, whenever yes. there's any clue like that. That means, yes, he is. No, it's no. because we're, so his viewer, is supposed to be led down this way to think he's the Gargoyle King, but he's definitely It not. makes a lot of sense because he has a gang called the Gargoyle Gang. <laughs> but I don't think so. I think it's we're going to reveal. He's the man in black. Right. Right. He's not the Gargoyle King. Who in this episode was confused with the Gargoyle King because Archie got a card that says kill the yeah, Gargoyle hold on. We're King get to, we're and then goes to uh, kill the man in black. We're going to so, get to that. And then when you go to Hiram's place, he's, there's a picture of him that was him now is the Gargoyle King. I know. That's Archie's storyline. Let's finish up with Veronica. Uh, we talked about this a little bit. Veronica's going back and forth. Uh, we, he, she has to get the, the Glamourge egg back. She has Jughead and the Serpents get it back. And then when she delivers to Hiram, she smashes she it. She breaks it. New deal, no deal. Why are you trying to pick a fight with someone who's making your life... Because she has all of the serpents behind us. There's like yeah. three or four of them. That's nuts. Yeah, she has four Hira, serpents. Hiram has two people. She 
now has four capos. This is just so dumb that she keeps picking a fight with her dad. Uh, so learn wh- from your mistakes. No, the kids Live have to in the shadows. Except she is triumphant at the end of the episode. She sings yeah, on but- stage, sings cabaret, and then she is alone. She with gets a little bit of that man Monica action. <laughs> man awful. Monica's rising. Emotional kiss. Were you guys Lock. excited to see that? Did I you love, love it. it? Yeah. I love it. It was I love awful. It. I love was it. it. Was it awful? awful? What was awful about it? Because it wasn't Archie. It's basically Archie. Was it Archie? You're right. It was not. <laughs> it was. Why not, Pete? Why not? <laughs> here's here's what I liked about it. I liked it from the perspective of Veronica is feeling in charge. She's feeling powerful, and she is going for what she wants. And what she wants right now is Reggie. Do I think that ultimately she will end up back together with Archie? Absolutely. This no. is just a bump in the no. You think no. they're done? Yeah. Here's what I think is this. She found her. Yeah, like, they're definitely done. She found her equal, her like slightly, probably equally smart version of Archie who pays more attention to her. And that is Reggie. And their names are pretty similar. This is setting the stage for Betty. Betty, when Archie comes back, Reggie and Veronica may be together. Betty and Archie are coming. Betty? Are on the come up. Yeah. Betty? Betty. <laughs> Wait, is Betty, uh, Betty you're, and Reggie? You're forgetting huh? no, something that happened oh, at the end Betty. of the episode. Betty. Betty. That's not happening. No, Betty's not happening. No. You're forgetting about, something that happened at the end of the episode. We have, what about Geronica? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Geronica! <laughs> what? We'll get did to the anything end of the happen episode. at the end of the episode? Because I turned it off like three seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah, too did bad. I miss anything? I missed yeah. out. I just uh, deleted all the Archie stuff. Yeah, I felt very satisfied after the bedroom scene, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, uh, we got... So here, let's jump. So uh, I think Betty and Archie are, are on the come up. I think that's where we are. Yeah. Uh, well, hold on. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, so we talked about Veronica. We talked about Veggie. Everybody's very excited about it. No. Nope. Uh, let's move on to the Archie storyline where Archie yeah. fights a bear. Uh, so this is, without a doubt, the most ridiculous thing that has ever happened on Riverdale. Uh, it is pretty crazy. Archie's in the woods. Master tracker. He sees a uh, a very cleanly placed bear. <laughs> Cartoon paw. bear prints. Yeah. Cartoon bear prints. I expected to see some sort of a Fred Andrews Bigfoot moment. How could you? You look. You get a warning that says bear. Right. Then your dog starts acting funny. You hear noises. You see bear tracks. Why are you bending down to look at what? Here's the, the thing. Am I me or am I me or am I Archie? Life. Am I me or am I Archie? <laughs> you. I'm. I would get out of there. Right, exactly. Am I Archie? I'd be like, let me play Fetcher. Like, whoa, this bear, maybe it's a friend in a fur coat. Uh, I mean, I'll just say that every single week, this podcast is a trap for you, and you keep falling into it. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. We're the bears. Yes. Uh, actually, to jump ahead to the end and to address your point, I think that is the point of the arc. Like, he does the stupidest thing possible, and by the end of the episode, he's sobbing and saying, all I want to do is get rid of the dumb parts of me. Yeah. Uh, I really think, like, I was very impressed with KJ Appa in this episode. Yeah, he was great. I, I thought he had the promise of what he showed in the premiere, the emotion that he brought to stuff. It was very heartbreaking what he went through. Yeah, and the fact that he was attacked by a bear. Yeah, that was also rough. What? <laughs> no, KJ Abbey insisted on a real bear being. I deserve that. that. Yeah. Did you want no. to see the bear? I kind of wanted. I wanted to see, even if it was just uh, the uh, high shadow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even if it was just the arm or something. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we get to see. We don't know exactly what it is, and we just see this like just horrifying wound. And I gotta say, that wound did not look that bad. 
No, it did. Well, what are you talking about? It was a deep. It was a flesh wound. Wow, don't you dare. No, he was ripped open. I mean, his body's gone through hell. Yeah. Tattoo, he, brand, bear claws, which are the coolest version delicious. of a tattoo. Delicious, delicious bear claws. I, I love I wouldn't surprise me if he was attached by a pastry bear claw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, uh, ah, yeah, too much he sugar. Really, they needed to stick him in a Bacta tank, but that didn't happen. So instead, instead he wraps a good healing plaid shirt around him, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy because it's the one time when it would make sense for Archie to not put a shirt on. Yeah. And yet he does. When in every instance, he's finding a reason to take yeah, a shirt off. Right. And he's like, ah, let me wrap That's myself in Fred down, Andrews. He ends up going on a Griffin's Gargoyle else inspired dream journey yeah uh, he gets a couple of missions as he's going uh the first one is from the dudes who all died that we found in the cave yeah. yep. a couple of episodes back the ones that he was framed for murdering cassidy and the others uh and they send him on his first mission which wait what was his first mission well i thought it was interesting the way he was like this is a dream and they were like no it's not a dream it was yeah. defeat the specter of death Right. Uh, challenges the, his challenges weaknesses, and he has to go and uh, tackle the Black Hood in the yeah. moment um, right. when his father I like was that. shot. I thought it was, I was great. It was cool seeing that again from a different perspective. Um, it was great to see him tackle him. Yeah, yeah. Then I we, was glad he went low. He went below the gun. It was very smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the gun goes off, and it seems like yeah. I guess no Here's one died. The thing. If somebody's shooting at you, go below the gun. Don't go into the gun. I kind of uh, wanted smart. him not Bite to have the mask on, so we could see the fact that it really was. Well, I, I mean, dad. this is a maybe a longer theory, but I feel like we're touching on the stuff from the past. I feel like we're going to maybe revisit some of it in future episodes. But he returns from his battle with the Black Hood to find uh, Warden Norton there. And yep. he, we're just getting started. He has to pull a quest card. Kill the Gargoyle King. Look again. Kill the Black. Uh, right. The Man, the man black. of Black. Slay the Dragon. So that to me says, like you're saying, uh, Hiram is not the Gargoyle yeah. King. But it makes us, they want us to think it is. Yes, they want to lead you down that road, but I think that's specifically why it's not. And they are making a separation there between the Man in Black and the Gargoyle King, even if we see Hiram's painting change into the Gargoyle King. And then he makes his bones, finally makes his bones, kills Hiram. Yep. That's a vicious scene. Rough that was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets last mission, uh, Veronica... Betty, and, and I know these characters' names. And Jug- <laughs> Bedhead, <laughs> Juggy, and... Mr. Hamburgers. Yeah. And uh, Reggie's girlfriend, whatever her name is. I don't remember. <laughs> are there... Uh, did you get a little bit of a Barchi moment going on with the hands there? That's what I'm talking the about. No. Die? No? no? Yes, I, I think we did. Anyway, no. he gets set in his last mission, which is back to his bedroom. Getting back to your Empire Strikes Back theory, that's yep. the final thing that Luke has to do. Yep. He attacks Darth Vader, breaks over the mask, and it's him himself. So again, your theory... I, it was really is, weird is the way correct. he was just taking the bat to his bed. It was clear that nobody was there, and then he lifted the bat up. There was no blood. And then they finally revealed they had their... that shot where KJ Appa... There's two KJ Appas, so uh, he was him, and then also he was in his bed. Yeah. Uh, but then they somehow snuck out that second KJ Appa, and I don't know how they did that. Yeah. I think he smashed himself movie. He smashed himself invisible. What? Oh, wow. that was that sense. an Invisibat? Nvidia, exactly. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Uh, yeah, and he's sobbing and crying, and Ghost Dad is telling him, to, you know, it's okay. You don't have to do this. There's another way. There's another way. Yeah. Uh, but I love the... Like, no, this is it. This is it for me. Yeah. And then we cut to the real world where the Mounties, I guess? They're sort park of Mounties. Yeah. They're, they look more like Park Rangers, but I, they should have been Mounties. I sure. <laughs> the park Rangers find him, and they check his pulse, and they look at each other. He's like, lying there, eyes open. He's that dead. dead. Archie Andrews is dead. Archie is dead. And it's crazy. They're like... They killed off Archie from the comic Archie. 
And now the show the, must go on. The name without- of the show is Riverdale. It's about a town. Okay. Uh, but I think what killed him wasn't the bear wound. It was when Veronica's lips touched Reggie's. Archie dead. Wow. I like that fan theory. So here's the thing that I'm pretty sure is going to happen. A lot of fans were freaking out because I believe it's uh, the next episode. They were like, wait, why isn't KJ Appa's name in the credits of this blurb? I think he's going to be off screen the entire next episode. I think they're going to make us think he's dead. Yeah. Guess what? He's not dead. Oh, no, he's dead. No, he's not dead. Uh, Alex, he died. The Rangers looked at us like, oh, shit, he's dead. How is he coming back from that? Do you think the bear is the new hero of Riverdale? The bear is going to come back to Riverdale and be like, like, Archie, you're exactly the same. (laughs) Did you kiss the bear? Is that yeah. how you kissed at midnight? Kissed the bear. That's right. There you see it. Uh, so sitting there across the way, <laughs> you don't got a lot to so say. So do you think the next episode is an Archie funeral? But there's something about it. No, they don't have funerals in Canada. They're just going to throw them in the woods. Yeah. Uh, let's wrap That's up <laughs> this episode. First of all, real quick. Wait, wait, wait. What? If Archie's dead and Veronica finds out, do you think that'll affect her relationship with uh, what's his face? Reggie? Do you think she'll like double down? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm she's just wondering if it'll break up that relationship. She kissed him once. She loves also, him. Also, he's not dead. Also, he's going to come back in two episodes and be fine. Yeah. Plus, you don't know that in I Canada they don't know him. The, you know, they're just going to be like, "Hey, there's a kid here with brown hair. Who knows who he is? Dump him in the woods." Yeah. This that's called a Canadian him. funeral. When they just <laughs> oh, dump him in the God, woods. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Who is the Gargoyle King? Real quick, Pete. Oh, my God. Uh, to go to somebody else. <laughs> so who else? <laughs> oh, who gosh. else should we go to? Who should I choose? Who should I choose? <laughs> Which other person in this uh, go podcast? To Justin. Oh, Justin, oh, you're here. Yeah, I, you know what? Let me take this one. <laughs> um, I mean, my theory still stands about Hermione. Um, I We didn't see her at all in this episode. But I don't. this episode wasn't about uh, finding out who the Gargoyle King is. It was about making us think it's Hiram. Right. I think there were not a lot of clues here. Yeah. The only one that I think now, I, I'm starting to become suspicious of Edgar Evernever, which I know we've uh, talked about quite a bit, but given that little suspicious thing that happened with Alice, yeah. I'm wondering about it. Pete, you ready? Uh, yeah. I, I think it's uh, Hiram, even though you guys don't. It uh, just seems like everything's pointing to him. So, All right. This episode only. Betty or Veronica, who won the episode? Pete, I am going to you first. I'll just look around the room. Betty, old. Day or day, but he's the only one handling business. Veronica's not being smart about things. Betty solving crimes, solving mysteries, finding dead nuns. Yep. Um, my pick, as uh, sometimes, is Betty. Some part of the day, some days, <laughs> like I always say. All uh, hail Queen Betty, uh, the Griffin Queen. A uh, great episode. She's being um, a great mother to these kids, even though it all blows up in her face, <laughs> and she's got to uh, throw a lot of nuns in the woods. Uh, I'm gonna choose Veronica, you guys. I was just impressed with her making moves, going for what she wants, ruling the day, taking down Boo. Hiram, smooching the Reggie. Boo! Man, she Monica is, is rising, and I love it. Guys, thank you so much for rising up in our podcast. If you like to support at patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by. We'll chat about Riverdale. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Run us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out also at Riverdale Dark, our dedicated Riverdale Twitter, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. And we'll see you after dark. Watch out for bears.